0: How Mighty Cox took on the might of the Penrith Panthers, the defending Premier's Saturday night at Alliance. Well, the fans, they were baying for blood. This was the week to turn it round. Coach Robinson and Teddy in the press conferences prior had been promising a big turnaround. Well, we had big expectations, high hopes, but that was dazzled by the Panthers. They come out strong. Only highlight was Jake Turpin making 68 tackles, Silky and Bells, and we worked out what we always suspected. Jared Weirah Hargraves, well, he's a squirter. Well, as you saw... In the incident with Spencer Leneau, it was real hot-headed and eyeballs rolling. Can't wait for him at the club next year. Not all's lost as we work and roll into this week, because that's the funny thing about Rugby League. It's a week-to-week proposition. Welcome to Roosters Radio, Silky and Bells, and what a week in
1: football, and we get to do it all again. That's right, Bush. Good afternoon, good evening, and welcome to this episode of Roosters Radio. And Bush, uh, look, we were up there at the Captain's Club last Saturday night, and we we're hopeful of seeing a bit of a form turnaround. Unfortunately, uh, it wasn't the case. It was pretty much more of the same. And, and look, I've got to say, as a, as a member, as a fan, as a sponsor, it was a very disappointing performance. I'm sure we'll dissect it in more detail. But there wasn't – I'll be honest, I can't think of one positive uh, out of that performance on Saturday night. So it's probably – Best left unsaid. Um, Oy, he makes the cup of tea strong. What about Turpin? 68 tackles? What about? Yeah, but what that means is, mate, is that we're doing defense. a lot of defence. <laughs> so there was a lot of errors. There was some I can't agree more errors. with the errors,
0: but I can't say there's no positives. There are some positives. Well, what are they? I- I'm curious to know. Perfect. Jakey Turpin making 68 tackles, number one.
1: Yeah. Jared Hargrove not taking a backward step, number two. I, I don't, I, so I'll, I'll disagree. I, I don't think any of them are positives. The fact that he has to make 70 tackles... Means he's doing the work of two men. Well, right, what about, what and, we've, and, and we've had to we've had to do probably I dare say a hundred plus more tackles than the opposition. All right, he
0: service out a dummy half, very Jake Friend like. In fact, I actually thought the name Jake and Jake go very synonymous. But I'll tell you right now, he looked like Jake Friend the other night in that style of hooker, and I reckon we've stabilised that number nine. I know we've got Brandon Smith coming back. I reckon Brandon's a better fourteen. And, and maybe, even, maybe even a 13 if Victor's out or whatever. So, mate, there are some positives. We've got some good players off the field like Victor who's suspended to come back. Okay, so and, – and you know what? Some p- potential – and Sam Walker. So they're the positives I see that
1: we've got good players coming I'm talking back about in. the game. And speaking of positive, I'll give you one. We're going to speak to Jake Turpin on tonight's show. That's so positive. That is a positive. What but about but out one? of the game, I, I, I didn't find one.
2: Okay, Silky, what about this one? Realising our combinations aren't working. And potentially changing really? okay. it this weekend. Okay, so
1: you touch on something here. Yep. Trent Robinson moved Joey Manu back, back to center and we score half time. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, we did score, albeit only one try, and that's another whole different conversation. And I do know uh, Joey's at fullback this week because Teddy's on Origin duty. Mm-hmm. We're seeing Sandon Smith at number seven, Luke Carey going back to six. So I'm excited. I, I think that is a tick, and I think it's a move in the right direction. I know Bush. Well, that's a positive. Been, well, that is a positive, <laughs> but it wasn't a positive on the game. That's post match, well, right? The game was but a bludgeon of a game,
0: right? Yep. Let's say this: we are playing the two-time defending premiers, and we we all planned on coming back. We all as Roosters fans went, yeah, yeah. They didn't have. Cleary. This is the week. They had no, they were clearless, right? But they were just as good. The thing mm. about them is they're such a good side. So listen, on reflection, I'm sitting next to you at the game, and mate, honestly, you were pretty pretty disappointed with the I performance. I was definitely. And I'm sitting there trying to find a few positives and get away from you, <laughs> and yeah. at the same time, <laughs> and everywhere I moved, you followed me. But in all seriousness, mate, there's not much. Th- there's not much you can leave positively, but walking away and reflecting. I think about, okay, Sam Walker's coming back. Victor Radley's coming back. Joseph Sawali's coming back. We haven't hit our straps. We've unearthed a, a Jake Friend-style hooker in Turpin that will either complement and work with Brandon Smith or start with uh, Brandon Smith coming off the bench. He's coming back. So not all gains are made on the field. The 80 minutes that I think I think Hargrove's played well in, in, in the forwards and went forward. I think Lindsey Collins played well. But the errors cost us, do you know, and learning lessons. They can narrow it down. You know, it's easy to sit there and shit pot and go, oh, mate, this is no good. But it's also easy to go, "Right, we're just not there yet. I think we need to be a bit more patient.
2: The errors cost us, but Penrith made 13 errors as well. Yep. And it was 30 to 6. And we didn't capitalise. We do not capitalise on any of our attack. We cannot complete anything. So I want to
1: bring it back for both of you. So let me just hop in because I haven't talked about the game. Mm. Because what I know, and this is over the past month or so, is that we're constantly coming out of our own end Mm -hmm. We're never ha- playing an attacking style of football where we get repeat sets or build pressure. I've said it a million times on the podcast. We're getting the ball 10, 15 metres out from our own line. We're kicking on out the fifth tackle. We're predictable. And, they're, and, the, and they're, they're attacking us. They're getting their first tackle 40 metres out or, or 40 metres on their own side of the field. They get an attacking kick in. We're, we're not even looking like scoring points, right? And that's been that's the reason we're the, the lowest when it comes to scoring tries in the and NRL. And we're exhausted. Yeah,
2: we're exhausted by the time we get the ball. Our kicks aren't big enough. We're not making the yards. They don't go. We're
1: actually ranked the lowest, I think, in uh, in the NRL for for distance. Bush, I know you've gone away this week after the uh, the match on Saturday and canvassed the sentiment out there along amongst the fans, and you know, gone into a few of the 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 different Facebook groups and and the like. And what have you kind of come up with? Because I know you spent a bit of time on this.
0: Silky, it's a great summary to be honest with you. A lot of the consensus, there's some cra- crackpots out there and and God love them. They're Roosters fans. They're all part of the family and we've all got them in our family. But from the armchair, this is what's said best and it's very easy from the armchair. However, the world's best centre is playing badly at 5'8". The club's best option at 5'8 is playing halfback. The club's second best winger is playing badly at left centre and currently suspended. The club's best option at halfback was playing second grade and is now injured. We interviewed him Saturday night. Our best centre Second rower is uh, four weeks out for some mental health issues and coming back to the game strong. Our lock is suspended. Our marquee off signing is out for another eight weeks with a uh, with a hand and hasn't quite hit the straps we thought he'd hit yet. And, and Lodgy's not playing like the Matt Lodge at last year at this stage and hopefully he'll get his form there shortly. Our attack continues to run sideways to the point where there's no field of play left. Outside of that, uh, we got him where we want him. And I've and I got to say to you, God bless, good night, Easter win. And that sentiment is, I think, shared by a lot of fans. I think it's a good insight. I think it's respectful. Listen, we don't want to come here and sugarcoat anything on Roosters Radio. We're of the fans, by the fans, for the fans. We feel as much the loss as the players do. Obviously, they're out there doing it. Mate, they're doing all the
1: hard work to make account of themselves. And I do say to you, in Robbo, we trust. Mm. I I will put my hand up and I'll never finger point at the playing group for not putting in oh or having no. an effort. No. I, I think it's just, uh, you know, as those people have kind of rightfully said, it looks from a from an outsider's point of view like there are a few positional changes that need to be made and I know that there's been quite a few made this week. You know, there's a few players dropped. Sanders is playing at halfback. Terrell May is in the side this, mm. this week. So, there has been a bit of movement. Obviously, Joey goes back to fullback, courtesy of um, Teddy, Teddy going origin. to State of Origin. So, Some of those mentions that you read then, Bush, uh, I dare say are being activated this week. They're coming from passionate fans. And what I love is,
0: you know, we're just highlighting what's being said out there. Um, do we agree with it? Some of it. Do we disagree with it? Some of it as well. But you know what? It just shows we're keen on a Roosters win. We're right behind our boys. We're behind our coach. And for me, it's in Robo We Trust and East to win.
2: Look, when there's a lot of noise, there's something to listen to. So obviously, we need to change something within the club. And I do know for a fact, and being inside the four walls, they're not taking this lightly. They yep. know. Yep. They, they know that there's a lot of hard work to do and they... I think they're going to like this challenge. Uh, as you said, Robbo's making changes and they're going to be good changes and we've been here before. Seven years ago, 2016, we've been here before so yep. he knows what to do and we're just a club that's got to get out of it and pull together and do it.
1: I, I think it's up to the players mm. really to to find a way because I think some of those points are, are, are true. I feel like we are too lateral. I feel like we are predictable in attack. I think the opposition aren't committing players uh, when they're in defence because we seem to run our wingers and centres you know into the car park so you know there's little things that we can tweak at training about straightening attack that's not a that's not a big one but maybe it's things like that changing the direction of a play one thing Penrith do better than anyone else in the NRL is change the direction of the ball runner which means that if you bludgeon on the inside you pay uh, and look Penrith really bashed us up through the middle last week. Let's not let's not uh, avoid that. They dominated us through the middle, and then as soon as the cracks start to uh, show, we opened right up.
0: Well, I think you've segued perfectly into our guest, and uh, when you say it's up to the players, well, let's hear from him. And uh, one of the players that did really make an account of himself, this week's guest on DeBoo on Roosters Radio, is Jake Turpin, and what a fine game he
2: had. Well, you're listening to Roosters Radio. We'll be back right after this. <laughs>
0: Well, Roosters fans, it's a big treat. Every week we get the big guests on. Silky and Bell's on DeBoo on Roosters Radio. I'll tell you what, you'd have him in any defence. It's Jakey Turpin. And Jake, welcome to Roosters Radio for your first time.
3: Yeah, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me.
0: Appreciate you coming on, mate. Uh, First fun for me is, how the shoulders after the weekend? (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Carried a lot of the weight, 68 (laughs) tackles.
3: I mean, there's nothing you didn't do. Yeah, no, they were sore after the game. I'm good now. I think we're, we're four days after a game now, or three days after a game, so... Uh, they 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 come good now, just in time for a big session today. But um, yeah, they were sore.
0: Yeah, before we peel it back a bit, let's take the fans on a bit of a journey. And Ipswich Junior and played at the Broncos, come through that system. It's a, it's a pretty strong competition up there, yeah.
3: Yeah, it's really good. And I actually started my my junior juniors down at Redland Bay. Um, family had a little farm down there, and um, had to upgrade the farms. We moved out past Ipswich, a little place called Hagsley, and the mum and dad are still out there now, um, working on the farm and whatnot. But um. Uh, yeah, then I went to Ipswich it was probably the best move for me. Really, um, it's where my sort of rep career as a junior sort of kicked off, and where you know people started to notice me. So I'll still go back and do a lot of things at, at Ipswich Brothers because um, they were so good to me and um, got me, you know, specialist coaches and, and whatnot throughout throughout my time there just to help me because they knew that I was so dedicated on, on, on making my you know, my NRL dream job become become true. Look, as New South Welshman, I, I hate
0: saying this, but we begrudgingly admire you Queensland buggers because you know it's it's so important. Rugby league's such an important game. Who was the biggest influence on you coming through to get you to the Broncos or at the Broncos and leading you to journey to the Roosters?
3: Um, yeah, I think it's pretty cliche, but but my old boy, I guess. Um, you know, mum and dad sort of took turns and taking me to train them, but um, you know, the effort that they did, you know, they're running. Mum was uh, running her businesses, and my, my, my dad was was looking after all the horses and whatnot. So, but you know they took their, their both their the weight of taking me to training and whatnot pretty equally. And yeah, I've got a lot of respect for my family and taking you know sometimes they'll drive me three hours to training and whatnot in between working horses and and running businesses.
0: Can we give mum and dad a quick shout out? Just uh, give them a thanks because we <laughs> want to thank them for the sixty eight tackles. <laughs> <don't you? So
3: laughs> give us their names, uh, Karen and
0: Tony. Yeah. Well, Karen and Tony on Rooster's Radio. Thank you.
2: Now tell me they go for the Roosters now, surely.
3: Yeah, I think they well, – it's pretty weird. Like Mum, I, mum was always a Broncos sort of fan growing up and um, so she sort of went for it. But Dad goes for the Cowboys, so – um oh, a bit and of so, rivalry, yeah, yeah. there is a little bit of rivalry.
1: A <laughs> cowboy himself, isn't he?
3: Yeah, well, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> pretty much <laughs> that's probably why. That
1: makes sense. <laughs> Mate, growing up, who were the players you looked up to? Or who did you model your game on?
3: Yeah, I sort of – as I say, i come through sort of following the Bronx and I used to um, – Love watching Darren Lockyer and Shane Webke, those sort of players. Those yeah. They were country people as well, you know what I mean? And they were tough and they, they were, um, you know, the sort of players that I used to grow up with. Everyone, sort of, Darren Lockyer was like the, the king of Queensland, you know what mm. I mean? Uh, but then, yeah, a player like Shane Webke coming from a farm and, and whatnot and uh, watching how he played and how tough he was, it was pretty exciting. You
0: ever look back and, and hear from your dad and stuff the legend of the great Wally Lewis and, and what he meant to not just rugby league? I mean, obviously, not just Queensland, I should say, but rugby league, you know, another one you just you had to like him.
3: Yeah, hundred percent. He's probably you know the biggest name you know come out of of Queensland Rugby League, and it was pretty surreal. I, you know when I got sort of told that I was going to captain the Broncos a little bit, you know, two years ago, um, while you know Alex Glenn and whatnot were, were not playing. And uh, the interviewer was Wally Lewis. He interviewed me about it and how he was the first captain and whatnot. And oh, yeah. um, so that was pretty special to to say that you know Wally Lewis was talking to me about captaining the Broncos and whatnot.
1: The transition. Moving from Bris Vegas down to Sydney. I know you're residing on the golden sands of the eastern suburbs. Have you enjoyed the transition? It's a stark difference between the two places.
3: Yeah, hundred um, percent. yeah, I've never lived by a beach before. So um, that was pretty cool. I I thought when I you know, when I signed with the Roosters I, I wanted to to do that lifestyle and, and live by the beach and whatnot. So um, I thought let's go get a joint in Bondi and and re- <laughs> and really live it up and it, it's <laughs> it's uh, yeah it's everything everyone knows it as it is and it's uh, I, I really enjoyed it and uh, the, you know the culture around the you know the people around and um, I just got to get the, in the view's surf pretty and, good too in summer right yeah yes <laughs> summer <laughs> Bondi in <and> summer <laughs> I've never experienced anything like it to be honest so um, yeah, yeah it, well, it's it was fun <laughs>
2: enjoy it Jake because I've actually seen this story before my husband's from Orange came and played at the Roosters, and then he met me and got married. Oh. So look out, look out, it and, might be on Belle the way. He's a country Bondo
0: boy. The I've and got she hope. She not look much similar way. than she does now back on the beach in those days, except those Baywatch red cozies used to wear oh, yeah, yeah. That's I've still really got awesome. them, they're hanging yeah, up. I, I wear them now, which is good, <laughs> <laughs> just at the icebergs. Jake, um, you know, you're now at the Roosters and you've you broken in into the starting side and your performance last week personally was exceptional. So just talk us through your performance and what your role was
3: yeah, I think, you know, looking at the rooster size that I've versed over the last, you know, six years in the NRL or whatnot, the, the hooker role, like, you know, you got Friendy here and if I'm going to, you know, and the, that's the style they play is I go out there and I, I just, all my effort areas and whatever the team needs me to do, I have to go do it. That's my role. So, you know, do the inside pressures and do all the little cleanup work that all hookers do and that Friendy was so bloody good at, you know what I mean? So um, that was my role. i got to go out there and i got to do all the cleanup work. You know, if I have to make 70 tackles or whatnot, I've got to do it. That's my job. So... I'm happy to do it too because that's what my team needs.
2: I tell you what, Jake, I've got an outstanding stat here. Your tackle efficiency rate this season is 98%. That's phenomenal, mate. How many, like that's huge. Have you based your whole career on that tackling?
3: Yeah, I, I think even thinking back when I started playing footy, that's all I wanted to do. I didn't, didn't really care about running the ball. I just wanted to tackle every bloke and I didn't care, you know, how big they were. Even I was a little fella, you know, running around, There's was always those bigger boys that I was versing and, that was my eyes lit up. If they were running at me, my eyes lit up. I just wanted to smack them as, as hard as I could. So, I think that sort of, you know, it's just come with me throughout. You know, ever since I was been playing, and um, I think Dad used to give me money too if I smoked the biggest guy in the field. Too. So, <laughs> yeah, bribery. I think it, I think that's where it sort of started. But um, probably
2: started at twenty cents a tag. Yeah, probably.
3: Who knows what it's got. I think Dad's broke now. Right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Cowboy gambler, I get it. <laughs> yeah. You just touched on Jake, friend, there, mate. Obviously. A prolific defender for the Roosters. Have you had much to do with him and, and having discussions with him like on a weekly basis to improve your own game? Yeah,
3: since know yeah, since he's um sorta of come into, you know, the team a lot more now, he's been really good for me. Eh? And he's someone that I sorta of, in between like even at training and whatnot, in between little training drills and that, I just go over and have a little yeah. chat to him and just you know, anything friendly, you know what I mean? Like give me something, you know what I mean? What and he's been, he's been so good with me. And to be honest, like we sort of Friendy's an unbelievable player and you know, but we sort of play out some of our style. It's good yeah. service and hard work and you know what I mean? That's something that and that's something that, you know, I pride myself on. So anything that I can get off Friendy, I'm doing pretty well.
1: Just on that, because one thing that I think all Roosters fans remember is effort. Robbo often talks about effort plays and you know, it's it's as you say, getting to that tackle or, you know, chasing kick chases and stuff like that. They're kind of the strengths of Friendy's game. Is that some of the stuff you've been working on with him?
3: Yeah, hundred percent. And that's all an attitude thing. And and Friendy sort of something that stuck with me. That Friendy said was, a game's eighty minutes, but I go out there to play ninety. And that's you know what I mean like that that's sort of stuck with me. I'm thinking, well, I've never thought of that in, in a way. And um, for me to you know that to take on that mindset, that, that's going to help me a lot.
0: Jake, all the experience you have, you've captained the Broncos. You come here. Rugby league's a funny game. In, in you know your press conference early in the week, you said that. The beautiful thing is you get to start again. We on Roosters Radio, we're big fans of that theory because outside the four walls, as you also said, you know, there's lots of opinion and stuff, and we don't get sidelined by that. But inside the four walls, how's the feeling in the camp? We're in a down patch. We know it as a fellow player, and and now a leader in our forward pack, special defence. What are you feeling, and how are you seeing it?
3: Yeah, yeah. As I said in the media earlier on the week, there's there's no you know lack of you know, worriedness or around at all. Like we inside our four walls we know that we work hard and we work our way back into form. That that's, that's just that's the game it's played. The rugby league is never you know, the rules and whatnot, some of the rules change, but you know, the game itself has never changed in however long it's been around. It's it's hard work, it's a hard game, it's a tough sport. So we go out there, we train every week and um we go out there and put all our hard work and blood sweat and tears as cliché as it is but that's 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 the game we play and that's the one we signed off for so we've got to do that
0: yeah is it in a kind of roundabout way look everyone wants success all the time we've had lots of success at this club and we'll continue to do so but does it feel a bit sweeter when you have these periods because you kind of got to have these lows to have the great highs i guess so does it feel a bit more of a challenge or do you guys look at it and go right you're still doing all the work you're still doing everything else does it feel a bit better to sort of come from down low
3: I'd rather be winning. I don't know if it feels better. I'd rather be winning right now, but um, I, I yeah, I know what you're trying to say, and um, but it's you sort of see it's more rewarding. I'm trying to yeah, 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 hundred percent. Yeah, I knew what you're trying to say. It's it's very rewarding, especially say you know we. We go work very hard and we start winning and we just go, well, here we go, boys. Let's keep working hard and keep winning and, and getting better and better and better as the season goes on. And then we'll see where we are when it comes, you know, the end of the year.
0: Yeah, and I love what you said about the four walls because that's what, you know, you guys are a closed shop and you've got, you know exactly where we're we at with our coach. We have a saying in here, Bill's come up with, in Robo we trust and we do. What's your message to fans outside those walls? Cause there's some crazies out there.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I think there is at every club, to be honest. But it's uh, they're all, yeah, you know, footy fans, and, and, and they got their right to say. That's that's why they, you know, they pay their hard earned money to come watch us play, so that they can say what they want. But uh, we know within our side, you know, inside these four walls, that you know that we we got so much, you know, talent, and you can have all the talent in the world, but we are working hard too. We have got some bloody hard workers, and we're all keen to work hard. And it's it's we're not far off. Like there's just a little tiny, there's some little tiny things we need to fix up, and that's what we're working hard at, at training every day.
1: Love to know what they are because as fans we watch the game and we we often talk about it and plenty of pundits out there probably can't put their finger on what it is that isn't gelling we've scored the least points of any other NRL club but you touch the ball now probably more than anyone from from a dummy house point of view what are you seeing or what do you think is missing in that back line yeah I think it's
3: just the little, attack there's this little lapses that you know we're, we're just you know we're, we're so good for some sort of Periods of the game, and then we're just there's this little lapses throughout the game, and it's sort of been like that all year that that's just really letting us down. And there's the, the good teams like you see with Penrith on the weekend that they, they don't lapse, yeah, they're, they're on all 80 minutes or 90 minutes, you know, whatever we're playing, you know what I mean. So, but we've, we've just got a few too many lapses in our game at the moment.
1: Is a good example of that like just dropping the ball at the mm-hmm. play of the ball, little errors like that when we turn over possession, when we've got good field position,
3: yeah, 100%. We don't help ourselves, and then we're tackling you know you know so much and then, and then when it gets time to it's time to attack and maybe we're a little bit tired and then those lapses come again yeah, yeah. you know what I mean so we don't help ourselves at the moment and as soon as we turn it around and, and we start playing smart footy and then we can play our tough footy that we like playing as well, well then we'll be sweet mm-hmm. and um, we won't have those lapses
2: You must hate it when someone's inside the 10 after tackling that much (laughs) and they get a six again, you hear the bell. Oh, let me know the thoughts when you hear that. You're like, oh, my gosh.
3: (laughs) It's a heartbreak. Yeah, it is. It's hard. But um, as I said before, that's the the game we signed up for. It's a (laughs) bloody tough sport and – um you just got to learn to love it i think you've got to learn to t- take those negative things that happen in the game and go yeah that's let's go again let's go again you know what i mean like it's just that that turning the mindset of a bad thing turning into all right well let's see let's see what we got here let's see see how much we can defend this and see where you're know, where we are at, at our game at the moment so that's sort of how i take it i change the mindset and sort of turn it into all right let's go you know what i mean
2: now, we'll get back to the game this weekend in a moment, but just a little bit about Jake away from football. What do you like to do off the field in your spare time?
3: Uh, well, since been a Bondi, where well, the boys sort of live around there. So we're, we're you know, go around to the cafes a lot and uh, we love to cafe hop. Sort of my coffee, bloody intake has <laughs> gone <laughs> through the roof. <laughs> oh, it's gone through the roof. It turned into one a day at about three a day now just because we love going to the cafes. But um, away from footy, I'm riding my harness racing, racing. Um, I got, I got, oh sorry, any horse racing really. I got, I own a galloper and I got two trotters as well. So, and a greyhound actually. I've got, I've got all three codes. I've got all three codes covered. But um, yeah, just. Grew up with it, so my sister uh, trains harness racing horses back home. She has got about fifty and work back home. So, yeah, right. Um. Wow, I know what we're ringing on. Yeah. Red, <laughs> Red
1: Cliff, Red, Red Cliff, Red Hots,
2: Look out! <laughs> I
3: know I'm, I'm going to text them
0: my tips. <laughs> uh, you st- Lindsay's your favourite. You've I know, know. <laughs> yeah,
2: but it's just another. girls <laughs> loves too. a punt. I'm Don't worry about to. that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Moving on to this weekend's game, we take on Newcastle up there. Where are those little improvement
3: areas that we need to fix? before we
1: take them on this weekend.
3: Yeah, we've just got to concentrate on ourselves this week and get into that rhythm of the game. We just, you know, had a look at Newcastle and the way they play and we just thought that how we um, you know, get into you know, to the end of our sets will trouble them and, and we can hopefully, you know, hold the ball.
0: Well Jakey, we are that happy to meet you on Rooster's Radio for the first time, mate. We're big fans. We'll be sitting there cheering you on uh, you know, this weekend. But also just a real pleasure to have, uh, you know, that great attitude and restoring the belief um, outside the walls. Well, that, that is not something in your control, but we do know inside is, and you're just a shareholder in that amongst the whole squad and Coach Robinson. So, mate, thanks so much for the insights on Roosters Radio and uh, good luck on the weekend and good luck with the harness, the dogs and the trots. And uh, say
3: good daddy, Mum and Dad. Awesome, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks, Thanks, <mate>. Jake. <laughs>
1: Bush, I don't know about you, but when I'm tonguing for a schooner, I go down to the Clo Valley Hotel. With happy hour, Monday to Friday, four till seven, I can wrap me laughing gear around one of my favourite icy cold beverages. And who can forget, Monday night, kids eat free. You're beauty. So head on down to the Chloe, your home of sport in the East. Ah, you ready? Yeah. Yeah. Give me Welcome back to Roosters Radio and guys, uh, great to meet Jake Turpin, uh, pretty switched on footballer. Hey, what great
0: energy, what a great bit of confidence you get. Country boy, yeah. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I need his number,
1: he needs to be in the WhatsApp group because uh, I dare say he gets some good mail on Saturdays. Oh. I tell you what, i love to hear that, couldn't we do with one of those?
2: <laughs> now the footy this weekend boys.
1: Glad you asked Bells, 3 PM. McDonald Jones Stadium, the pride of the Hunter Roosters taking on the Knights. And there's been a few changes to the Roosters lineup, uh, most notably, Nefahu White playing at lock forward, which means Satili Tupanua moves into number 12. We see Nat Butcher in the front row. And I also see young Terrell May has also been put on the bench. So there's been a few, as you like to say, Bush, a few movements on the chessboard from Coach Robinson. And I like what I see. Obviously, and Smith we're playing at halfback, which I think is a great decision by the coach. So uh, I'm, I'm actually quite confident looking ahead to this Saturday's match.
0: I think beware the Newcastle Knights at home. They just come off a loss from the Broncos last week and they were pretty strong. Uh, they were just beaten. Uh, Broncos are red hot at the moment, but they're actually playing pretty good footy. And I think with, you know, Teddy out for origin, Lindsay out for origin. Well, they uh, missed Frizzell. A, yeah, a couple of suspensions um, and a few injuries that we have. Um, we've got to go in there with, you know, just a turnaround attitude. And I think it's, you know, it's a whole brand new week. We've got to forget about last week's game against the Panthers. And uh, really, really aim up, and everyone's back in a, a reasonable position. Looking forward to seeing Sanders Smith at half.
2: Yeah, that's what I was. Uh, that's what I'm excited about. I thought on the weekend when he was, uh, when we did the shift and Manu back, went back to the centres, I thought he brought something to the table. There was I some deserve. excited when when he caught the ball and he had it in his hands. So I'm looking forward to seeing that this weekend.
1: A couple other notable matchups: Toops up against Dom Young. Both players will be representing the Roosters next year, and both big men. I look forward to the aerial display put on show by both those players. And, of course, up front, uh, Safiti up against our man, JWH. A couple of big boppers there. Definitely. Uh, So that's another mouth-watering matchup in the middle.
2: And, uh, look, Newcastle are going to be tough. They've just come off a close 24-20. I think they went down to the Broncos on the weekend. And um, it's going to be a hard game. I think we're we're 12th on the ladder. They're 13th. So we're on the same points. So it's going to be a tough match. Well, let me ask
1: you, Bells, score prediction.
2: Okay, I think it's not a lot of points. Well, you haven't been scoring a lot of points, have we? So I've got to go with the flow. Uh, Let's go. We're going to get up 16 to 8. 16 to 8. Yes. Okay, so our defence is back on, is it? It is, definitely.
0: What about you, Bush? Bondi Wall. Yeah, I think the Bondi Wall's back. I think that was uh, very obvious last week. I think the error rate's down, completion rate's up, and that's going to produce points. I know we've been a bit pedestrian at attack. We all know that. Not as effective with kicks and uh, everything else. However, this is the week to turn it around. Roosters 26, Knights 12.
1: Well, I'm I'm going tight. I think uh, some of the points that you rightfully raise are the fact that we've been struggling to score points, but I think we can put in a sound defensive effort. And I'm going to say Roosters by a point. Roosters 13, Newcastle Knights 12. Oh, an old-fashioned score. Bit of a...
2: Banger, if who's, you will. Uh, who's That's kicking the
1: field goal? Oh, Radio Hub's very own Luke Keery.
2: <laughs> Who else? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, <hey. laughs> He's also, speaking services, <laughs> quietly.
0: But that would look good on a Leichhardt scoreboard, wouldn't it? Just that old fashioned 13 12. You can see a photo of it. Just
2: yeah. a hard game, hey. Yeah. Just a well, I think game. it will like be. Because listen, I like it. There's, I really there's like plenty it. to play for.
0: Plenty to play for. And mate, Newcastle Knights are a formidable team. There. Up at home, especially. And, and they've got the home ground advantage. So they want to make a good account in front of their fans. They were only just beaten last week, so they'll be up for a win.
2: Afternoon footy as well, 3 p.m. kickoff, so nice, fast game.
1: Well, as Jake Turpin would say, weather fine, track good. That's it for this episode of Roosters Radio. We'd like to thank the man himself, Jake Turpin. You've been listening to Roosters Radio. East is to win. win. It's not how to play the game, they
3: play it hard and fair.